0: CN's not for sale. We say that innumerable times in the story. Uh, It's not. The same way that AT&T Broadband wasn't for sale 20 years ago until Brian Roberts paid $72 billion to buy it. And then it, it was very much for sale. Welcome to the Powers That Be Daily,
1: Puck's podcast focused on the intersection of Wall Street, Washington, Silicon Valley, and Hollywood, and the players who run it all. I'm Peter Hamby. It's Monday, June 26th. Today on Media Monday, John Kelly and I discuss a topic soon to be on the lips of bankers and media types descending on Sun Valley. Would David Zaslav and Warner Brothers Discovery sell CNN? The cable network isn't technically for sale, but nothing is for sale until it is. And John and I dig into why Zas might sell, how CNN could boost its value, and who exactly might buy it. We'll discuss all that and more on today's episode of The Powers That Be.
2: You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash Therapy30.
1: Happy Monday, everybody. There's less than three weeks to go until the annual Allen & Company conference, a.k.a. Sun Valley, a.k.a. where all the media moguls show up. You might... Know this best when it was called Argestes in Succession. That's the uh, <laughs> the the Media Mogul Conference. I only know that because Katie and I dressed up like Succession characters for Halloween a couple years ago, and I literally made from scratch Argestes, uh lanyards. Anyway, I'm joined today, <laughs> of course, by John Kelly. How you doing, buddy?
0: I'm good, man. I thought you were gonna say that you and Katie went to Sun Valley. That's sort of your no. uh, your normal habitat.
1: Not, no, not at all. I'm, you're more of a mogul than I am. We, I, I mean, I would like to go there one day, but it sounds, sounds cool. I'm sure Dylan's been there. I think Dylan has been there, actually, uh, doing some source reporting. The coolest thing I ever did as a politics reporter, by coolest, I mean the bougiest thing I ever did, was cover an RGA conference, Republican Governors Association, in Aspen in the summertime. And for people who don't know, covering the Democratic Governors Association and the RGA, they can take soft money. And so, like, all of these honcho donors who are trying to cozy up to presidential candidates show up to like the bougiest recommendations. Like covering an RGA conference is the sweet spot for a politics reporter. They, they're always somewhere nice, but hopefully it's Sun fun. Valley soon. The reason I bring all this up is late last week, Dylan and Bill Cohan basically wrote about whether at this uh, Sun Valley conference there will be any kind of m whispers. But specifically, would... David Zaslav and Warner Brothers Discovery be willing to sell CNN and Dylan and Bill go deep on the possibilities, the whispers. The first question for you, I have about this, uh, and you obviously helped them edit this piece. CNN is not technically for sale right now, but as we know, I'm thinking of the uh, PGA Tour and the uh, the Live merger there can be, nothing can be for sale (laughs) until it actually is. So what's the realistic take on this, John? Could CNN change hands or be spun off in the next year? Well,
0: I think that more likely, the the market knows that David Zaslov has to sell something. The the entity of Warner Brothers Discovery is now about 15 months old. The stock is down about 50% since the company formed and, and hit the markets. And it has a debt load of about 45 billion. Now that's down from 50. Mm. It's less of a company on some level than it is a a public market leveraged buyout. The debt ratio is about 4.5. So that's like, let's say, like 45 billion in debt to like, you know, 11 or so uh, billion in in EBITDA. And and I'm like, just kind of doing back-of-the-envelope math here. and Any major Wall Street analyst who covers the sector would prefer to see that as a sub-four numbers as. and Gunnar Viedenfels, his CFO, have promised by the end of 2024, it's more like 2.5 to 3.5x. So they want to pay mm-hmm. down debt. And if you look across the portfolio, there are a lot of ways that they can service the debt. They can obviously cut costs and there are synergies, and, and we've heard plenty about that. I think they identified 3 billion in synergies when they first discussed the deal and took this to the public markets. And I think that they they identified another 500 million this year. And I think they're ahead of schedule, but... They got to spin something, and so this conversation, uh, and we'll get to Dylan and Bill's piece in a second. But the conversation about yeah, yeah. what is Zaz going to do is this is not like a, an earth shattering conversation um, that's happening in media. It's the same one that's taking place at Disney, where people are saying, "What is Iger going to do? Is he going to sell his stake in Hulu? Are they going to spin ESPN?" Disney also has fifty billion ish in debt. I think it's at a, a slightly um, more manageable interest rate, but all these companies which have unprofitable streaming businesses have to unload large and declining businesses. So like just starting there, this is not brain surgery. Something has to change. And your point is a very very good one. CNN is not in a position to be sold now. It's in a position to be spruced, right? There's obviously the the leadership change that just took place and the very real fact that whether by hook or by crook and and don't at me and I I'm not trying to criticize Chris Licht any more than has already been done, but the the terminal value of the asset went down under his leadership. I think that you know, during the Zucker era, we've heard all kinds of valuations, 10 billion, 13 billion, up to, I mean, I've heard 15. We didn't put that in the piece, but but mm-hmm. around there, it's hard to define for a private asset that's a business unit of a large company, but significant. And the EBITDA has gone down from a billion change to 750 million. So anyway, that's the wrong direction. So if you're Zaz, you're probably thinking, let's accrete more value here and find a better environment to potentially sell this if indeed you're mm-hmm. going to sell it. Look, maybe maybe the world changes and people tune in to cable news again and lo and behold, we have a Trump-like phenomenon. That to me is very unlikely. It's David Zaslov's job for which he's very well compensated to consider all the options on the chessboard. He has investors who are fiduciaries for whom this is an economic play as it is for him to figure out what the hell to do here. So that's just the kind of context. What was amazing was when we, this started to come together on Friday morning, and I'm not trying to like just fluff our partners here, it was incredible to watch. Um, I was sitting at my desk in my home office Watching Bill and Dylan both simultaneously hoover up a ton of reporting on the same topic in real time, and I called them a little bit after nine and said, "Hey, let's do this. You know, let's um, all figure out what we're going to do here." And it was amazing to see how quickly this came together based on the cumulative power of their of their sourcing. And what's very clear to me <laughs> is that CN's not for sale. We say that innumerable times in the story. Uh, it's not the same way that. AT&T Broadband wasn't for sale 20 years ago until Brian Roberts paid $72 billion to buy it. And then it, it was very much for sale. I was reminded of that because Bill was actually um, a partner on that deal for J P Morgan Chase in, in 2001. Mm. And I'm sure could, could tell you at length, as you maybe will, uh, in coming days that you don't know uh, that something can trade in, until a buyer emerges. And what's interesting here is you know, Zaslav has his own series of decisions and kind of thresholding decisions to make, but we have to remember, too, deals get done because bankers are opportunistic, right? They get their fees, and that this is what they call ideas, right? In investment banking, mm-hmm. this is coming up with an idea. It's finding mm-hmm. a motivated suitor for something like this, and we are in the one of the worst M&A environments in our lifetime, certainly, like, broadly speaking, but in media, we are Absolutely, are in the dregs here. Not just because money is expensive, but also because the regulatory environment is chilling up. You know, I, I get nasty emails about this from time to time. But I absolutely think that that ping random house Simon Schuster, uh, you know, quash was was bullshit. I think that this Activision Microsoft thing makes no sense to me. Hmm. But lo and behold, it's chilled the market. So bankers are motivated to We are entering a period where you could see how something like CNN, which is again not for sale could very much be appealing um, both for buyer and for a potentially motivated seller.
1: Yeah, and I think if you're Zaslav, you your Zaslav view, like CNN might not make a billion in EBITDA next year or, or the year after like it did during the Trump years. But I personally think, like having gone through the ebbs and flows of this while working at CNN and inside cable news, the ratings do just always go up in an election year. And so do the advertising mm-hmm. rates. So it's possible that it becomes a little bit more Valuable in the next 500 days. Uh, The flip side of that is I think that it's clear CNN's become a little bit of a headache or was for Mm -hmm. Mm Zaz. I think that's the first time I've said Zaz on this podcast because usually you you say (laughs) it. What (laughs) took so long? (laughs) um, I know, I know, right? I read it all the time. He probably doesn't want to like deal with the drama right now. Right. Like it sounds like at least from what I could sort of sniff out of what Dylan wrote on his side of this piece that like they're not actively, actively searching for a CEO. They're fine with the interim leadership team that they put in and they just want to like not think about this place for just a little while because it was such like a thorn in WBD's side for the last 13 months. And so put a pin in it. Do you really want to like mess with leadership and then like potentially aggravate and frustrate talent on the network once again as they're coasting into a presidential election? It's not just that the presidential election is 500 days away, the Iowa caucuses are like less than seven months away. And like the presidential election is happening right now. So I could see them just being like, let's hit pause on this, see what happens with the markets, see what happens with CNN's ratings. And then kind of maybe revisit it after an election cycle, which is, I feel like when lots of changes up and down these networks happen anyway.
0: You're 45 billion percent right. And I feel like you should retrofit yourself into a half zip and um, with a name tag and start walking around Sun Valley because you would be a very good investment banker, my friend. I think that's exactly what the sort of sotto um idea is here that wbd if you if you talk to people there close to the top they're, they're very humbled by this experience now obviously licked has taken all the public blame but they learned how hard it is to operate and manage cnn and they, they realized how unbelievably competent the people like amy and Teles and virginia mosley are at doing this job and they really don't want to mess things up anymore because if they do it's a real break it you buy it situation not only for all the headaches here but because they're unforced. And I think they've seen in the last number of weeks since Lick has been gone, it, it's been addition by subtraction. Why, why would you gum up the works all over again? But there's another part of this too that also seems very interesting to me, which is that the network is going through this period, as you mentioned before, where it should have an opportunity to rebuild some of its equity. And Mm -hmm. it should be able to prove it's sort of cultural value and and part of what anyone would ever pay for, for CNN is baked into the, the, just the pristine premium brand, that, you know, the sort of thing that only comes up on auction once every decade or so. So, you know, worst case scenario, they manage this thing into a cent and it regains its value and they want to hold on to it because it, mm-hmm. you know, I think CNN now represents like 7% of Warner Brothers Discovery revenue. Maybe maybe there's an outcome in which it, it tilts upwards towards 10 or 12. But if not, they can at least regrow its value, which would presumably make it more, more valuable at auction. But one thing that we know, for sure, is it's been a rough patch for Zazz. He got booed during that BU speech. He just last week went into TCM and, and basically, you know, went on a sort of firing spree and then had to deal with this emergency phone call from Spielberg and Scorsese, which, it, oh, it, that may only just be a series of bad headlines, but it's humiliating. Yeah. And this is a year after he tried to proclaim himself as, as Mr. Hollywood. So they're sensitive to not kicking the hornet's nest and I think leaving CNN alone for a while is something that they will tell you publicly is absolutely a paradigm. I'm sure that they're not thrilled that Dylan and Biller are, are openly contemplating how Zazz may be entering deal mode on this because they, they don't want to ruffle any more feathers. It, it, it's a, a business that represents you know 7% of the revenue shouldn't represent 90% of the headaches.
1: That's one of the sharpest things that's been said about this whole deal. I'm John. When we come back, I want to ask you who theoretically might be interested in buying CNN and whether that list includes former CEO Jeff Zucker.
2: Selling a little or a lot.
1: Welcome back to The Powers That Be, everybody. It's Media Monday, obviously, here on Monday. John, in Ben Mullen's New York Times piece about Jeff Zucker and the wilderness... Uh, oh, boy. Early, ...back yeah. in early June, during all that, Dylan was had been reporting this for a long time, like, Zucker's miffed, he got ousted, like, he was, you know, throwing darts from behind the scenes at Chris Licht, blah, 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 blah. But Ben Mullen sort of wrote in the piece, intimated at least, that... Zucker has told people that if CNN were to be for sale one day, he would be interested. Zucker is currently working at a venture capital fund called Redbird. Could he put together a group of people to buy CNN? Or is that just fantasy?
0: Oh, this drives me bananas. No, Jeff works at Redbird. He he, he works there. And Redbird, it's an alt asset firm started by Jerry Cardinale of, of former Goldman banker, and they do everything, and they're in a lot of sports and, and media, and it's so, sort of, a I think, a private equity-type fund that he's running with uh, with money from IMI as well, which is a, a Middle Eastern entity. and I think Jeff Zucker raised around, with, with Redbird, has a, a fund that's more than a billion dollars, between a billion and two billion dollars. I don't think CNN would consider, and I'm not trying to pretend to be David Zaslav or John Malone or Steve Newhouse here, but I don't think they'd consider a bid for CNN that was anything short of ten billion dollars. So uh, I can't imagine that Redbird wants to lever up and find eight billion dollars elsewhere to do it. I, the, the Jeff Zucker stuff is a fever dream. Like, like it is. It, we've we've now reached a um, will the Beatles get back together kind of level of fantasy. You know, or you know, will the Sopranos come back on the air? Like, it, it's just nuts. I know that that people want Jeff Zucker to come back to CNN. I don't see any world in which that's possible. There was a New York Post story about it that came out late last week that just seemed just absolutely like high school paper territory. You know, sources say he's going to do this. Like, in what world? If Zaslav ends up entertaining a sale for CNN, you can better be sure he's not selling it to the guy who used to run it that would come off as embarrassing. I I can't imagine he'd ever sell it to to Jeff Zucker, and I can't imagine that he would ever sell it at any moment other than close to peak value. But there is an extraordinary infatuation with the mythology that Zucker might buy. it. He had a meal i think or coffee with jeff bezos a couple months ago and, and there was a fevered sort of response within media that oh my god bezos is gonna buy cnn and he's gonna get jeff to run it and they're gonna point all their daggers back at wd so it doesn't work that way <laughs> this is this is business yeah. it's, it's, it's not the the capulets and the, and the montagues but there are not a lot of buyers i mean you 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 nail it the the really really big multi-trillion dollar market cap companies they aren't interested in declining industries like no like like dylan
1: and bill wrote like you know this is pie in the sky notion that like apple will come in or amazon and buy cnn i mean that's just like a thing that like i don't know like people of a certain age who like think of these assets as like important without understanding that tech people actually have no interest (laughs) in getting involved in linear television
0: CNN's uh, internally construed market cap is like the value of, of the number of earbuds that sell every 15 minutes. You know, it it's just not. It doesn't make sense in any way, shape, or form. So, but, but who does it make sense for? Maybe a TV conglomerate like a Cox or a Tegna. Bill and Dylan talked about Fortress, which is the huge hedge fund mm-hmm. that was just purchased or a majority uh, purchase um, from uh, a, another Middle Eastern concern. You know, Apollo's been in this business for a long time. I'm not so sure that if, again, if WD sells, I'm not so sure they'd sell to private equity. That just seems like it's a a little more complicated. Of course, the regulatory challenges of selling to a competitor are going to be even more fearsome. But what's interesting is if they moved CNN outside the business and they pay down the debt, have a more attractive looking balance sheet, does make it easier for WBD to be set up for future deals right cnn mm-hmm. could purport to be a sort of blocker in a potential comcast wbd role which i know bill has talked about on on this show and we're all slightly obsessed with here cuz it just seems like a north star to some degree and maybe another motivation to get cnn off the plate but But there is a lack of an obvious buyer here. Microsoft does not make a lot of sense to me, even though they were once in the news business. Again, like I'd write off all the fangs. It may be that the purchaser of CNN is going to be a little less sexy than, as you say, than many people who grew up with the network might expect it to be.
1: Well, I must say, you know, as someone who cares about CNN's integrity, if Fortress ever buys CNN, I hope that the journalists at CNN will be neutral when it comes to covering Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks which are uh, owned by Wes Edens of Fortress John, thanks so much buddy, this is a fascinating story I'm sure we're going to come back to it, hope you have a good week All right, you too man,
0: I'll talk to you soon
1: Thanks so much for listening to another episode of The Powers That Be As a reminder, The Powers That Be is the official podcast of Puck We'd like to thank Ben Landy, Liz Goff, and Alex Bigler for their editorial and production guidance If you like what you hear, please share with a friend